Hey, are you construction champions? I'm Ron Nussbaum, and it is another week of the Construction Champions podcast. I'm super excited to be joining you Monday morning, bright and early as you're headed to the job site. And today we have a rock star, not just in the construction industry, but in life. He is an amazing man doing amazing things. I had the opportunity to meet him out at MenaceCon about a month ago. Jason. It is great to have you on the show today. Ron, what's up, my brother? The pleasure is mine. Pleasure is mine. Here to help. Awesome. So why don't you take a few minutes and tell the construction champions that are listening a little bit about you and what got you here and what you have going on today. Beautiful. So I'm going to show you a little coconut that I had made. So I am the founder and owner of State 48 Roofing. Um, I started it three years ago. We'll go into the details, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I started it three years ago, uh, uh, August of 2019. Uh, we did just shy of $11 million last year in revenue. Got about 67 employees, uh, fully fully established, built out team. And uh, yeah, we just trying to make an impact and help uh, help other people. But we, uh, the roofing industry specifically has a really, really bad rap and a bad reputation. And so um, the, the upcoming generation is trying to change that from what the baby boomers messed up with all the ROC complaints and the poor, you know, poor uh, communication, poor customer service, you know, and uh, so we're trying to change that to where people can uh, <clears throat> feel confident when it comes to, especially the roofing industry, feel confident that what they're going to get is what they're actually going to get. So. I love it. What led you in three years ago to, uh starting a roofing company so i've actually been in the roofing industry since january of 2010 mm-hmm. um i was making 12 uh 12 50 an hour doing landscaping and my uncle who owns a, uh, another roofing company here in the valley his son my cousin uh, was moving and they needed to fill a production spot so they called me and they said hey do you want to come uh do roofing and i was like sure uh i don't know anything about roofing uh, I'm LDS. I just got back from my mission about a year ago, a year before that. And I was literally doing it like I was a landscape irrigation technician, right? Making twelve fifty an hour. And he was like, well, come run production for us, a small, you know, small company. And uh, all you need to do is speak Spanish and have a clean driver's record. And that was it. <laughs> and I said, okay. And they said, how much are you making right now? And as I've learned, the first person to talk about money loses, right? So I was like, <laughs> making twelve fifty an hour. I was like, cool, we'll pay you 14 and when you when you had when I had that mindset, you know, 13 years ago, I thought I was I became a millionaire overnight, going from 12.50 an hour to $14 an hour, and uh, that's how the journey began in January of 2010. I rode along with him for uh, about nine years, and uh, just kept climbing the ladder, became the GM, and uh, basically was running it for him, and uh, do and have it doubled and then tripled his business. And then obviously I wanted a bigger piece of the pie and uh, we just couldn't come to an agreement. And so I left and went and worked for another roofing company for a year as an outside salesman. Um, mm-hmm. And those that, those that can appreciate generating your own leads, I sold $1.8 million um, from 28, the summer of 2018 to the summer of 2019, 1.8. And they're all self-generated leads. I did not take one lead from the company that I worked for and sold outside sales for. Mm-hmm. Um at the same time, I was bootstrapping my own. So every dollar that I have, any side jobs that I was doing, I was taking all that cash 
and piling it up to start State 48, which opened our doors uh, August 1st of 2019 with a two-man crew and an a office manager, an assistant, really. Awesome. That's amazing, man. 1.8, no company leads. I mean, you, you're just crushing it. Uh, and you're, you're crushing it now today as well. So I'm going to ask you the million dollar question is what makes a construction champion today and into the future? Dude, the, the biggest thing someone like starting off right now um, would be, there's part one and then part two part one you can do because it's free. And then part two, you get going once you get some revenue coming in social media, man, I'm all about social media. Um, you can reach more eyeballs on social media than you can a zoom, a zoom like this. You only get one or maybe five or 10 or 20 people on a zoom call. Um, you, uh, door to door, you can only talk to one homeowner at a time. Um, there's just, uh, uh, I mean, you can do mailers and whatnot, but realistically, in my opinion, the best way to add value consistently um, to get your name and your reputation out there and brand recognition is via this uh, this million multi-million dollar device right here called an iPhone. And uh, people underestimate that all you need is an iPhone. You don't need uh, you don't need really anything else other than that to get going and get some momentum, because all of the platforms are free as of right now. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, YouTube, and you, and there's no limit of what you can post. So you never get, you know, you can only post, you can post as much as you want, whenever you want, whatever content you want. And, um, and it's up to you uh, how often you want to do that. And that has been, I've generated millions, plural of dollars, simply from pressing record on my iPhone and then uploading it to a social media platform. That'll be in 2023. Biggest thing is we teach is collaborations so networking just like you're doing right now right you're like jason indirectly like jason i want to get jason's attention over and over and over again it took you a while to get a hold of me to set this up right <laughs> yeah that's what happened a little bit of back and forth there yeah yeah so so the collaboration right but that's what you want to do is you want to collaborate with me and so collaborations would be because relationships it's all about relationships and leveraging those relationships once they're built and established and then um, content with volume. Those are my two, those are my two things I preach seven days a week in 2023. Um, that, that'd be the fastest way to get momentum and to, uh, to bang the register. I love it. And I, I'm, I'm right there with you with the content and the, and the collaboration like that, that's stuff that you can do just out the door. You just have to have a willingness to do. But for some reason, we hear all the excuses. And what would you say to somebody? It's like, I just don't have time to post the content. Uh, if you don't have time, then uh, then then you sh then you must have money because either you have money or you have time, but normally you're exchanging one for another, right? So if you go out of town, if you go to town on vacation with your family for a week, you're exchanging money that you would make during that week for time with your family. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I'm on a podcast with you right now, instead of me going and making a sales call and being the register, I value this time instead of that, uh, that transaction. And so what happens with me is when people say, I, I don't have time. I'm like, okay, well, I, I always tell people, I give them my day to day. I was like, I'm married. I have five kids that are all active in sports. We have, I think four or five active sport leagues going on right now. Um, I'm active in my church. I'm active in my community. 
I own not, I own a, a eight figure business apart from starting uh menace in business with uh with Terrence and Nick, right? And hosting Menace Con through a 700 person event, uh just shy of 700 people uh what 30 days ago. Mm-hmm. And I still am able to put up 10 to 15 stories a day and four posts. So if your life is busier than mine, then come find me. And even then I will still find ways to do it. What happens is one of our core values is creativity follows commitment. Hmm. And what happens is people aren't committed on social media, so they're not creative. And so they're so one, they don't have any self-confidence. They don't think it's going to work. And so their commitment's not there. So the creativity doesn't come with it. And uh, people don't do it because they, most of the time people don't do social media and, and post continuously is because they're making money without having to do it. So they think they can continue to make money without having to do it, which is true. I have, I have friends that have multi-million dollar businesses and they don't even have an Instagram page. That's fine. But if, what if they did? And what if they hired somebody or a VA or somebody for 40, 50 grand a year to post all this content? They could, I, I promised everybody, if you post four times a day, 365 days in 2023, I guarantee you a million dollars in additional revenue to your business, no matter what business you have. It's that it's math. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that and being all in on that social media. Uh, and then what what are your core values? Because core values, I think, is something that is way overlooked in the construction industry. And I, I think as uh being in the industry for as long as I've been, we built core values. I have core values for what I do now. And I personally have core values. And I love that you touched base on that and brought back your point that you're making on what it takes to be a champion to your core values. Because I I just think there's a lot of companies running aimlessly out there that don't have those values of like, this is who we are. Yeah. So when it comes to core values, that would, in my opinion, would be the number one thing that I would establish when you are building any business, construction, tech, it doesn't matter. Um, And the reason why is because when things get tough or you have to make hard decisions or your ethics are being uh, questioned or challenged, um, when employees are, are not in sync with what you're wanting to do, it's not uh, the owner versus that employee or the owner versus that client. It's this is our business. This is what we stick to. Those are our business rules, for lack of better words. And anything that goes against these core values is not accepted. So we talk about getting attention and keeping attention, right? That's one of our core values. Uh, one of them is never miss Mondays, which means we owe, that's, a, that's a strength in uh, health and fitness for us, right? People, is, I just went to... Uh, uh, a roofing a roofing supplier sent a thousand people, a thousand roofing contractors, so five hundred roofing contractors and their spouses to Cancun for a week. I just got back a couple of days ago, and uh, I was there. Ninety percent of them are fifty to one hundred pounds overweight, like oh, like borderline obese. Uh, their their health is absolute garbage, and they're raging alcoholics. All they did was drink for twelve hours a day, but they do that even when they're at home, not just on vacation. And yeah. that's 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 a stereotype, obviously. But then you see the rising generation that are my age that are that make their health and their fitness a priority because your health isn't your number one priority until your health is your number one priority, right? Until until everything goes away and all the only thing you have to bank on is your health, right? Mm-hmm. And so never miss Mondays is one where you have to wake up, especially in the construction industry, we're up super early. 
But what happens is the second we wake up, what happens? We do not make ourselves a priority first. We will all dispatch. We'll order materials. We'll get uh, dumpsters or trailers rolled out. We'll order jobs. We will, we'll, we'll, the second we wake up, I did this for almost a decade, by the way, before I figured out what I was doing wrong. I put on almost 30 pounds, lethargic, pounding monsters, uh, breakfast burritos all day, eating like shit, not making it a priority. And the first thing I do is wake up, I check my phone. And so I checked my phone and I, the second I woke up, I, my brain went hundred miles an hour to put out fires. And I never made myself a priority. And the reason why, and because I didn't make myself a priority, my, everything gets compromised. My, my marriage was compromised. My relationship with my kids was compromised. My relationship with God was compromised because the only thing I was making a priority was my company, my business. Cause the second I woke up, I went straight to business. 3.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I wasn't working out. I wasn't communicating with God. I wasn't communicating or establishing that relationship with my wife and my kids. And um, I wasn't making it a priority. And then, and then once you get going, there's no stopping, right? Until the end of the day. And so I've learned to delegate those tasks um, so I can make my, my personal development my, my number one priority first. Because at the end of the day, when you wake up, Ron, when you wake up, when you go look in the mirror, who's the only one in the mirror? Yourself. You. Yeah, it's not your spouse. It's not your kids. It's not your partner, business partners. It's not your neighbors. It's not your church. It's it's literally you. And if you want to get religious, it's you and God or whoever you believe in. That's mm -hmm. it. That's the only ones there, no matter what. Because your kids, your kids can pass away or something can happen. You can get divorced, right? You can lose your business. And the next day when you wake up, all you have is you. So you have to continually to make yourself a priority each and every single day. I love it. And what you're talking about, I mean, I went through the exact same. I mean, I, to get to where I am now, like I remember those days that a phone goes off and you're like, crap, four, it's four o'clock in the morning. And you got, you got problems before the day even starts. Like before <laughs> the emails come in at midnight that you're you're putting out fires from the night before and you're, you're not happy. You're not taking care of yourself and everything just seems like hell all the time. And it was when that shift happened that you, I made the decision that I'm going to put my, myself, my health and my family and all of that first that I actually started to, to gain momentum and get results. And I, I love what you're talking about because it's so relevant to our industry because we look at it as we got to be this guy that's just like out there and doing all this, putting these fires out. And that's not what we need to be. That doesn't help anybody. That doesn't move anything forward. All we're doing is continuing the cycle. And then with the drinking and all of that, I remember you, you go to all these conventions and everybody is just there drinking and doing like, I gave up drinking about three years ago. I just said, it's not, that's not something that gets me to where I want to go. So I just, I just said, boom, done, we're done with that. And just the change in clarity is amazing. Yeah. The, one of the biggest takeaways uh, actually from MenaceCon and we'll have the recording released is Sean Whalen, right? Founders of Lions Not Sheep. His book's mm -hmm. over here somewhere. Anyways, um, he 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 gave one of the most profound speeches I've ever heard in my life at MenaceCon about programming. And what happens to our brains is we, uh, in the construction world, we are um, 
we we are we are firefighters. We put out fires, especially as the owner. There's nobody above you to put out the fire, so you have to be the one to put out the fire. And as you're growing a business, before you can hire and delegate those fires to be put out by somebody else, they are on you. But what happens is we're programmed that we have to put them out the second my phone rings, the second there's that text message, I have to put out that fire, whether it's 3 a.m., you know, 12 noon, 6 p.m., 10 p.m., we have to put out that fire or we're going to go out of business or mm. uh, or I'm going to get sued or I'm going, you know, my life's going to fall apart or I'm going to get a one-star review. And so we have that fear that if we don't respond immediately to X person or X employee or X crew or X supplier, X manufacturer, for whatever the problem is, big or small, that we suck at our jobs and that we're not a competent contractor and that we don't know what we're doing. Hmm. And what happens is uh, my wife actually hated this for years is I would have realtors, realtors, my, my go time in the roofing industry was from like 4am until 4pm for lack of better words. After about four or 5pm, it got, it got pretty chill because uh, the sun goes down. Um, mm -hmm. but realtors, they thrive, you know, from 3 PM until 10 PM, right? Yes. That's their go time because they're doing listings and writing up offers and escrows and inspections and binzers and all that crap. And so they'd be blowing me up and I'm like, and, and so my phone would be go, I, just buzzing and buzzing and buzzing next to my bed. I'd be laying in bed, watching a show with my wife, trying to connect with her and, and enjoy ourselves for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour and bzz, 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 emails, text messages, phone calls. And for the longest time, I felt obligated that I had to answer those because if I didn't, then they wouldn't call me back again. If I didn't, then my company would uh, suffer. My income would, would decrease. And it's all about programming. My, I program my brain and my clients actually program my brain for me saying, if you don't answer my phone, at least I thought this, right? If I don't answer that phone call, if I don't respond to that email, if I don't respond to that text message, then they're never going to use me again. I'm going to go out of business because they're going to call me again. And mm. then I don't know what happened other than my wife just saying, hey, like enough is enough. You need to set boundaries. It's a great word that us construction people need to understand and build and, uh, and implement our boundaries. And by implementing those boundaries, it allowed me more freedom. And guess what? I actually made more money. And I set boundaries with those people, whether it was my employees, whether it was um, crews, whether it was, like I said, client, especially clients of any of any category. And um, I set those things. And so for you you can't get a hold of me between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. Why? Because that is my time to do whatever I want. And that's where I connect with God. That's where I can go work out. That's where I can work on my my mental game and listen to some some audibles, read some books. And, um, and then about seven thirty eight o'clock is when I turn my phone on, turn my phone on for business and start checking those text messages and emails and all that stuff. Gary Brecka, who was also at MenaceCon talked about that. Like the last thing you should do is check your phone in the morning. That's the, that's the last thing you should do. Um, you, you, you need to drink some water and go get some exercise and get your body flowing, um, before you go entertain that. Because once that starts, you can't just put out one or two and then stop. It's, it's an ongoing thing. It's called work, right? But you control, you need to dictate and control when that happens. And that happened about two years ago for me. And it doubled my income. And it got, I got my, I got my health back. I got my relationships back and, um, and started making more money. Ironically, you're like, wait, but I had, I just had to, I had to create those boundaries and implement them. What, what was the, was the aha moment? when your wife said that or was there something else that caused fire that 
the light bulb went off that this is how I have to do. And I have to prioritize myself uh, before everything else. What was that? What made that change happen and be so powerful? Well, so the two the two main ones was my wife said, hey, I need you because I wasn't doing anything in the mornings, right? I was up at four o'clock and I was gone for the day. So I and I have five kids and three of them are in school, three and a half of them are in school. And so I wouldn't um, I wouldn't help with getting them up to school, breakfast, like getting them ready. I wasn't doing any of that. And she understood that that's part of the game and the grind. And and my go time is in the morning, not in the afternoons um, or in the evenings necessarily. And, uh, but what happened is my evening started going from five o'clock to five 30 to five 30 to six, sometimes seven, sometimes eight. And that's from five o'clock is dinner time, right? From five to eight is, is quote unquote family time. Now to each their own. Some people don't care about this. I made this a huge priority and it changed my life and my relationships with my wife and my kids. She said, I need three out of 24 hours. Can you give me one eighth of your day? Can you give your family one eighth of your day? And uh, that was an aha moment for me. I'm like, holy crap. Mm. I was like, she just needs me to put my phone away. I literally put my phone on my charger in my room and take my watch off because if not, this thing will keep buzzing too, right? <laughs> so I take both of those, put them in the room from five to eight o'clock. I've learned now to, I can still have my phone in there, but it was such it was such a drug. Uh, it was like a dopamine addiction. It was just crazy for me. Where I had my phone on me. I had to have my phone on me. It was like a, I had a FOMO, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of my biggest ones, but I, from five to eight, I was able to spend quality time with my kids and quality time with my wife. And literally after eight, nine o'clock, guess what? When you're building a business, you've got to put in an extra two, three, four hours that night, right? So eight to nine, eight to midnight, nine to midnight, 10 to midnight, whether it was for an hour or two or three or four, I would go back into the office and I get back on my phone and continue to work. But that five to eight really created quality time with my family that, um, I think a lot of people in any business, in any industry, jeopardize and and give up because they're building a business. But um, another, the second part was I got fat. I was, I played uh, college baseball. I was shredded. I had a six pack. I was actually on a Hollister bag, believe it or not, for uh, like a, the, the ripped dudes with the shirt off. I had, I had hair back in the day. I don't know. And I had a six pack. So, uh, um, but yeah, I didn't, I was fat. I was overweight. I was, I, I, I burn out at like three, three 30. So I'd pound another monster and then I pound another one at seven or eight o'clock to, to get me through to midnight. So I'm pounding two or three monsters a day, which is obviously terrible for you. Um, and, uh, and so that was the other thing I got, I got super fat, got that, that inner tube around the stomach and that kind of shit bugs me when I take my shirt off. I want my wife to be proud of and be hmm. almost jealous of the body that I have. Not like, look at this fat slob. Yeah. He's building a business, but he gave up on himself. So those are my two aha moments that that uh, changed my life for sure. I love it. That's so powerful uh, for everybody listening out there. Put the monster down right now. I did the same thing. I gave them up. Like it's just not. It's not good for you. Like that's just not something that gets us to our end result. Jason, it has been fantastic. You have dropped some fire for all listeners out there. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day come on the Construction Champions podcast. For everybody that's listening out there, if they wanted to reach out to you or follow you or get linked into all the social media you put out there, where's the best place for them to do that? So so there's 20 different places, but the main one where you'll see me seven days a week is Jason the Menace on Instagram. So at Jason the Menace, 
from there I'm on, I'm on TikTok and Facebook and LinkedIn and all that other stuff. But the fastest way, if you want to shoot me a DM, you want to follow me, you want to get some tips on how to run an eight figure business, um, it would be at Jason the Menace. And, um, yeah. And like I said, it's, uh, we, we host events throughout the year as well, too. I'm not going to put any dates on here, but, um, uh, but yeah, you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll post that and promote that as we go. Uh, we do contractor masterminds as well, too. So if you're in the contracting space and you want to, you know, take, you haven't done your first million, we can help you get to that first million. Uh, if you want to do three or five or 7 million, we can do that. We just help. Or we just helped the guy yesterday get a game plan and strategy to go from, he did 1.2 last year to get into four this year. Uh, we had helped a guy that did 1.6 last year. We actually helped him hit 4 million last year and he's on track for seven this year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, uh, add Jason the Menace, you can shoot me a DM. And uh, I all I do is try and add value and educate, whether it's business coaching or construction industry. Um, that's Those are my two loves. So, Absolutely. And if you guys are out there looking to grow, I'm going to tell you, these guys, Jason, the menace, that whole, what they're doing, it's the real deal. I mean, you have a guy on here that is running an $11 million roofing company and then showing others how to do that. To me, that's what this is all about. That's what being a construction champion is all about today. It's how do we help bring others along? If you need help, don't hesitate to reach out to, to Jason and the, all the guys that he has around him. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I love watching it. I 100% support what they're doing. If you're following me anywhere on social media, you're going to see me plug in their stuff, the masterminds, because this is the stuff that adds value to the entire industry. So, all right, all you construction champions, go out there, have the best week you can possibly have and go be a champion. Be different. Don't be like everybody else showing up to the job site with a monster in their hand, putting out a cigarette. Let's change the reputation around the entire industry today. And let's get out there and let's kick butt this week.